Like Bob on Facebook at facebook.com slash Live. Welcome back to Bob Bernie Live. Well, we move from a live report in Israel to the privilege of speaking to Ohio's 51st Secretary of State and uh, fortunately not a stranger here. It is a delight once again to welcome Ohio's Secretary of State, Frank LaRose. Secretary LaRose, welcome and thank you for taking time for us today. Bob, it's great to be back on the show, and uh, it warms my heart to talk to you, but i got to tell you, my heart's broken for our friends in, in Israel. Um, I was just there a few months ago, including in this small kibbutz in southern Israel called Kafar Azah. You were there? The news reports, I was in Kafar Azah. Oh, my goodness. And I walked through the playgrounds where the kids were playing, and as we've heard, these animals, these brutal Mm. terrorists funded by Iran, Mm -hmm. these Hamas terrorists, killed and in some cases even beheaded over 40 innocent precious children. I had no idea uh, that you were there, and particularly in that kibbutz. Uh, I just had, for the last half hour, a dear friend who lives about uh, 30 minutes south of Tel Aviv. He's quite a bit away from uh, the southern portion of Israel, but still they're living in fear and bomb shelters and so forth. But I had no idea that you were there in that specific place. My goodness. I was there. There was a woman named Hen, and she um, hosted us in her home for lunch. Um, she showed us the fragments of missiles that had fallen in her yard. She described to us the daily. Uh, it, listen to this one. They said that the children there, when the bomb, uh, when the air raid siren goes off, little children, four years old, three years old, they just lift their hands in the air because they know an adult's going to grab them uh, when they hear that siren. Imagine that training for a precious three-year-old or four-year-old to just stick their hands in the air because they know an adult's going to grab them. Well, in this case, a flood of bloodthirsty terrorists cut through the border fence, and it's unimaginable what happened. Think about this, Bob. This is the largest single attack on the Jewish people since the Holocaust. And I keep thinking of the words from from Genesis 12, where the Lord promised Abram at the time, he became Abraham, I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse. Uh, Yesterday on this program, I read almost the entire chapter, just to remind our listeners that Israel has a God-given right to this land. It is their land given to them by the Creator, the God of the universe. It is theirs by right. Oh, my goodness. Here's what I fear is that, and this is predictable, and and I've, I've, again, been around Gaza. I've actually been just slightly into Gaza years ago uh, in an armored personnel vehicle. But when the when the Hamas uh, leadership considers where they put their missile sites, sure. they put them on the roofs of schools. Yes. They put their yes. uh, stockpiles of missiles in the basements of, of hospitals. And so, yes, the Israelis use missiles to protect their people. The Hamas uses people to protect their missiles. And so mm-hmm. what you're going to see over the coming weeks is, and of course the Israelis are going to try very hard to avoid civilian bloodshed, because yes. that's what they do. But you're going to see a full-on propaganda effort trying to convince the West to abandon Israel and to call for a ceasefire and what have you. We have to stand firm with Israel. They didn't start this, but they have to be able to end it. 
Uh-huh. And, um, and 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 the only thing worse than a war is one that's fought with half measures. You, you need to get it done. You need to get it done quickly and decisively. And the ability of Hamas to make war on the innocent Israeli people needs to be eradicated. And that's exactly what the IDF is doing as we speak. Well, and we have members of Congress, Democratic members of Congress that have already done what you just said, called for a ceasefire. You know, Israel's got to be kind to Hamas because they have been oppressed. And, oh, okay. Uh, Anyway, thank you. Uh, Here in America, and even closer here in Ohio, uh, we've got a very, very important election coming up in November. You are the Secretary of State. It is your office's responsibility to make sure that we have a fair, honest election. What do we need to know about the upcoming election? Well, first of all, today is a significant day because it's the beginning of early voting. And I know a lot of folks uh, on our side have maybe been hesitant in the past to take advantage of that. We've talked about this, Bob. People need to embrace early voting, absentee voting, and election day voting. It's like if you're a football coach, you know you can score points by running, passing, or kicking. And we need to get our votes in any way we can. We can't have people that get sick on election day or maybe a flat tire keeps them Mm -hmm. away. We need to start getting people voting as early as they can. And it's a trustworthy process here in Ohio. And here's a a pro tip. I always tell people, think about this. When you vote absentee in Ohio, you're allowed to cheat on the test. Follow me on this. If you vote in person, you kind of have to have your mind made up. And if we're to be very honest, sometimes folks don't do their research on who's running for city council or school board, which is so vitally important if our children are going to be educated instead of indoctrinated. Well, when you vote absentee, do what Lauren and I have done. We put our kids to bed. We sit there as a couple. We flip open our laptop. We make our choices in a very informed way because we can sit there and Google the candidates. We sign it. We mail it in. And people say, well, how do I know it gets to the Board of Elections? Well, we have a solution for you. You can go to voteohio.gov slash track, just like you would track a package you order online, and you can follow that ballot all the way to the Board of Elections and make sure that it arrives there in time to be counted. So early voting is underway. Now is the time to request your absentee ballot. And, of course, Election Day in person, if if that's what you want to do, is November 7th from 6.30 a.m. to 7.30 p.m. A lot of good choices. And as you mentioned, we keep it secure in Ohio. And there are two very crucial ballots, issue one, which would make Ohio the most radical, extreme state in the nation for abortion, has to be defeated. And it's going to take people of faith rising up to do that. I'm glad you said that, Frank. Um, And I know you are unapologetically pro-life, but Some of your greatest criticism has come, obviously, from the other side. And what they are saying is, here is this guy that's in charge of the elections, and he's telling people how to vote. How dare he tell people how to vote? He's supposed to be neutral. How do you respond to that criticism? Because it has been severe. Well, I'll say this. Their hypocrisy is about as rich as their out-of-state special (laughs) interest that funds this effort. Because when Sherrod Brown was Secretary of State, when Jennifer Bruner was Secretary of State, or for that matter, other Republicans like Ken Bob Taft and all the people that have held this office, of course, are partisan elected officials. And so they have their personal views that they speak out on if it's an issue they care about. Sherrod Brown did that when he was Secretary of State. But in the work that I do, I follow the law. And listen, I, I didn't want to put this issue on the ballot, but the people gathered the requisite number of signatures. I'm bound by my oath. 
And so I followed the law, and we put issue one on the ballot as my oath of office requires me to do. But in my personal time, I'm certainly free to go out and campaign for something, certainly something this important. Here, here's another scriptural reference for you. In Proverbs, it says, where there is no vision, the people perish. Mm-hmm. Well, we know where real, real power comes from. But here on earth, we express our vision through elections. And in this case, if we don't express our vision and defeat this loud and clear, people will perish. It's crucial that we speak out on this. It's the defining issue for our state. And um, I'm going to keep working hard to make sure that Ohioans know how important it is to vote no on issue one, just like I am and just like my wife is. Good for you. Um, Statistically, in this kind of election, it's not a presidential election, but an important election, statistically and historically, which side usually has the best uh, turnout for this kind of election, Republicans or Democrats? It's hard to say. So this is a what some people call an off year. We don't call it that because these are very important local elections, right. mayors, right. school boards, city councils, judges. Um, it depends on the city and it depends on the locality. So if you have a really hot contested mayor's race, then you'll get a high turnout. If there's no you know, real contest, then you'll get a low turnout. If you've got a school levy that people are excited about or a park district levy or something. So it's really hyper local. It's hard to say on a statewide basis, but I will say this, and I'm proud of this, right? I I think that conservatives tend to be very disciplined about their voting. I think we see high turnout in every election uh, as conservative minded individuals who are civic minded and, 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 and focused on the importance of this show up to vote. It's just important that we do that. And there's no reason not to, because it's so easy to vote in Ohio. Really, if you got time to organize your sock drawer, you've got time to cast a ballot because <laughs> it takes about 20 minutes to do. I hope you haven't seen my sock drawer lately. I really do. <laughs> mine did. You know the soldier. Mine's all color-coded and organized. <laughs> Mine is pathetic. Uh, Ohio's Secretary of State, Frank LaRose, the greatest message you want to give my listeners in the last 60 seconds that we have. What is it that you want them to hear? Elections matter, and elections have consequences so please make sure you don't skip this one. But it's not good enough for you to vote. you got to talk to your neighbors about it. Uh, you got to talk to your neighbors. Even, by the way, if you have pro-choice friends or neighbors, describe to them what this does. Yes. Abortion all the way through the end of pregnancy, late-term abortion, taking away parental rights. Even some of our pro-choice friends would say, oh, yeah, that goes too far for me. It's time that Ohio defeats this. And the last thing is we got to pray for Israel. We've got to keep praying for the men and women of the IDF, and we've got to stand with them. They didn't start this fight, but they will darn sure end it, and they have every right to do so. Frank LaRose, Ohio's Secretary of State. Frank, it's always a privilege to have you on the program. And I'm always grateful because if there's something important, you or your office always reaches out and you say, hey, I want to talk to your audience. That tells me a great deal about the people that you're concerned about. So, Frank, thank you. God bless you, and we'll pray for... An honest election, but we're we're really going to pray that both of these issues go down to defeat. But thank you for all that you do. Amen. Thank you, Bob. Be all right. Blessed. All right. You as well. Frank LaRose. Bobberty Live will continue in just a moment.
Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. Uh, the images out of Israel are just incredibly sad, heartbreaking. And I, I just want to make something clear again that I have made clear. And, and by the way, uh, we're planning on rebroadcasting that interview that I did with my friend in Israel uh, at 530 I just think it's important that we hear from someone who is actually there. And uh, so I think we've done this, I don't know, in 20-some years, once or twice. And I just think think it's important when we have the opportunity to speak to someone who is actually there, living there, experiencing this. Uh, So if you did not hear the whole interview from 4 to 4.30 with Jack Kurtz in Israel— uh, we are going to rebroadcast that at uh, 5.30. Uh, it, it, by the way, before I go on just a little bit further, ladies, 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 if you have not gotten your tickets yet to smile, yeah, smile, who doesn't want to smile? A Women's Evening with Carrie Pomeroli. It's coming up on October 29th. That's a Sunday night. Out in Hilliard at the church next door, it's going to be an evening of laughter and probably some tears as well. Carrie is known for her comedic ability, but also her deep faith in Christ. It should be a thoroughly encouraging evening, and tickets are available right now at the wordcolumbus.com. The wordcolumbus.com. Smile. A Women's Evening with Carrie Pomeroli. So don't wait. Get your tickets and take some girlfriends with you. Take a whole car load. Laugh together. Enjoy together. Uh, there is so much I want to share with you about what's going on in Israel. We've got, we've got Democrats in the House condemning Israel. I, I, that that absolutely hard to believe. Ilhan Omar is one of them, one of the members of the squad. She says, yeah, she's sorry for the Israelis that were killed. And she doesn't use these words. I want to make that clear. She doesn't use these words, but she implies, well, they got what they've got, what they had coming to them. The Jews have oppressed the Palestinians for so long they just had no choice but to fight back, and that's kind of what the Israelis deserve. It shows a gross misunderstanding of what's been happening now for years and years and years. The Palestinians on the West Bank and in Gaza have been under the iron-handed control of Hamas for several years. Okay, so why is that important? They have received millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars. They received a lot of money from the United States, sadly, but from Iran, Russia, other countries. Did they invest that into infrastructure in these Palestinian areas? For power plants and water plants and agriculture 
No, 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 no. Because they have one goal, one desire. They exist to destroy Israel. They don't care about their own people. And this thing about the Israelis have oppressed them for so long. Hey, listen. The Palestinian people have been oppressed by their own leaders. You heard Frank LaRose just a few minutes ago, and it's absolutely true. The Palestinian terrorists put their rocket launchers on the top of a hospital, on the roof of a school. They store their ammunition in the basement of a hospital. And so if Israel is going to defend themselves, they have to knock out that rocket launching system. Where is it? It's on the top of a school. Because Hamas wants, desires, the most number of casualties possible of their own people. Remember, they are radical, radical Muslims. And anybody who dies in a righteous cause goes straight to heaven. So if the Israelis fire rockets at a school because they have to knock out the rocket launchers, the Hamas militant radicals think those children that were killed were honored. It was their privilege to die as martyrs. Their thinking is warped. It's wicked. It's evil. It's demonic. And yes... Innocent Palestinians do suffer, yes, sadly. But it's not because of the Israelis. All right, quick break. We'll be back. 